but it does say that the Oracle Bunny has all the information about Solar Land and can give you information that will give you a big advantage, right? Yeah, but that, yeah, but that asshole wants all my carrots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, true. I'm Welcome back to the SolarCast. I'm Phil Blazer. Joining me for episode two, we got Ghosty, Vamsy's back, and also joining us to give his thoughts on what might be coming up on the game release on February 15th, James Smurf. Hey, guys. So, what point do you guys want to start with? There's tons of material that we could talk about this week. We had the airdrops that are coming hopefully here pretty soon we had the riddles and the puzzles they dropped here recently we had fan art contest we have the game launching on the 15th podcast release last week went really great yeah so much stuff to talk about really i mean first we can just talk about the the art uh do you have a favorite fan art out of all the ones that you saw honestly i would 100 percent say it's jeff's jeff did a really really amazing stuff right there it's something made out of clay or Blaster, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most creative one I've seen. I mean, there's some good drawings and whatnot out there, but I feel like that's really arty as far as art is concerned. He made a uh, a clay bunny of his own bunny, and that's that's really creative. I thought it was really cool. I'm not gonna lie. Take skill yeah. to do something like that. Ghost, you want to talk about the art? Yeah, of course. Like I'm the artist, I should talk about the <laughs> exactly. art, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm pretty excited for this fan art contest that that is happening until the release of the game. I can see a lot of stuff here. I can see some unique ones, some memes. I think it's really, really cool what the, what everyone did in the community with Solar Land. I'm thinking that first one you posted is probably my favorite, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah like, the one with the this, one, this one is the best. <laughs> yeah, I hope oh, I hope they'll God. get me the prize. You know, so. We'll see who wins, right? Like, it, I don't know if it's based on popularity, like on votes or something. I have no clue or it's just a random draft. But I guess we'll we'll have to see that, right? There's so much unique stuff. I could never do any of this, I'm be honest. Yeah, so they're giving out one Solana for the fan art, which doesn't sound like maybe a whole lot for the fan art. But they're also giving away one Solana every day, right? For Yeah. For yeah. what? What is that one? The that's for the airdrop ruffles. So yeah. if you offer every bunny you're holding every day from the first of February till the fifteenth of February, you'll get one ticket entry to the raffle for one Solana, and it's compounding each day. So if you have two bunnies on the first day, you'll have two tickets. Second day, you'll have four tickets. Third day, you'll have six tickets. So the longer you don't get a reward, the more likely you are to get a reward. It seems like there's a lot of people who are confused in the chat because I'm hearing lots of different people saying different things. <laughs> so like if yeah. I have two bunnies, I sell a bunny and then I buy another bunny. Do I still get the rewards and do I not get the rewards? Do I get a 20% bonus? Are you guys going to track me? What do I need to take a picture of? What's yeah. a snapshot? You know, oh all these are questions that are coming out. It's It's under my impression that you keep the bunnies in your wallet and correct me if I'm wrong, but you keep the bunnies in your wallet. If you keep them there from day one until the end, then you get a 20% bonus. Is that right? Yes. Because they're just, they're just constantly looking at your wallet. Like the snapshot event isn't asking us to snapshot something. You know what I mean? It's them. 
they're the ones who are doing it. They're keeping track. But yeah, what you said was right. Yeah, so they're just taking a snapshot of the, of the mm-hmm. actual data and where those bunnies are at. And then if, as long as you don't list them or move them, you literally don't have to do anything. As long as you don't do mm-hmm. anything, you just leave them in your wallet. Don't touch them. And on the 15th, you'll get credit dropped into your wallet for each bunny that you have. And then a 20% on top of that for not doing anything, for literally yeah. just leaving. But only if you had them since day one. Not day one. If you... If you were holding from the first till the fifteenth, you'll get the yeah, yeah, yeah. From, you'll get the twenty percent bonus from day one of the event. I mean, yeah, only so. at the start of the event. Only if you hold them for that period of time. Because mm-hmm. if you had them on sale, for example, like on the first, you have them on sale, and on the second, you keep them in your wallet. You're not going to get that twenty percent bonus off of those who were in the market. So you're still going to get probably 20%, but only for those who are in your wallet. I believe it works that way. But they have to nail all 15 days in order to get that 20%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Which is- just for the 20% though. So if, yeah. you still, if, you, if you got a bunny on the 12th and then held it and then decided to leave it in your wallet until the 14th, you'd still get, depending on when they take the snapshot, you'd still get up to one or two days worth of airdrop rewards. Yeah. Yeah. And the total amount of tokens distributed is two hundred thousand, so it's a pretty pretty big amount out of the thirty million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to mention that we we mined in the demo about fifty k, maybe more. I'm not sure. Yeah. A lot. So. Yeah, so they're giving money away left and right, and, and w- which <laughs> yeah. makes me laugh whenever I see people in the server this past week and they're saying, "How much can I?" <laughs> Well, not only that, but they're all, I'm seeing a lot of people who are getting impatient, and and they're saying, "When's the next announcement?" Oh, like, yeah. What more do you want? The, the game's not even out yet. They're giving away soul left and right. They're refunding people for doing things they told them not to do. They announced the game launch on the 15th, and they got a contest to go along with it. I mean, and then we haven't even touched on this the the riddle that they announced yeah. the other day. Big stuff. Oh, That's having the server God. jumping. <laughs> Everybody everywhere is talking about it. Everyone's trying to theorize about it. I mean, it was really confusing at first. I yeah, think so we got it starts it out, what do we have? If you pull it up, you see they, they talk a little bit about how there's clues that can be found everywhere. And then they have a binary sequence, which a particular For, group that, we're, that we happen to know about have already decoded. seemed to have cracked. Yeah, cracked yeah they the absolutely big-brained it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google. But it, uh, is, anyway. it is a hard one. It is a hard one. <laughs> yeah, but it took the so minds have, of, a, of a couple few. To yeah, get so it they down, have though. the binary, and and we have actually gotten pretty far in, in what we feel like they're trying to relay with this message. But the part that we will share with everybody is the binary breaks down to first day, if you haven't figured that out yet. And then Ghosty had a pretty good idea of what that meant. What did you say the first day was in regards to? Yeah, basically what they, I think they said that the first day, so starting that day, the hints will be out. So we we don't have to look in the past for hints, like in the demo or in previous announcement or stuff like that. So we are starting a unique journey, first day, which means starting from that day, on the clues will be released so only these clues will have to be taken in consideration starting from the 10th right and and i remember in the demo they had dropped something while we were playing about there being a secret message on the map and we were asking them where that yeah. secret message was and they they told us in the demo it, it's not here yet yeah 
exactly. Which kind um, of reaffirms what you were saying. It's the, the clues aren't in the past. The first day is referring to this is the first day. But I went and DM Puffy and asked him because you know on the demo map we had the what's it called the bridge, but not the bridge. The the one made out of rocks somewhere in the right hand side of the map. If you remember, there was a bridge made out of out of rocks. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's only run about the bit that was leading yeah. up to like the little hillside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it it was really resembling M. E as in Magic Eden. So I went and asked Puffy, is this is this the message? Is this is it's about Magic Eden? Is it this one? Uh, yeah, and of course. Uh, he doesn't know, I can tell, whatever. <laughs> Stuff <laughs> like that where yeah. where you he just leaves you hanging, you know. <laughs> now, just to be clear, a, a minute ago you said you DM'd Puffy? Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. Lies. The Lies. Solderland never DM you. <laughs> never DM you. Yeah. They never DM you. Hey, but you yeah, can DM yeah, that's why she DM'd him. <laughs> he yeah. actually responded. But I think he's quite fond of me. That's why he responded. I'm skeptical of everything you say now. Yeah. <laughs> Just find a loophole in the system. <laughs> okay, so we have we have the binary. We're pretty confident in what we, we figured out with the first day. And, and like I said, we're pretty sure we're on a pretty straightforward path with the rest of what they've listed here. But, you know, maybe we'll give a little bit of insight. So we have, we have the picture of the bunny and, and James and I are at a disagreement on this, but extreme disagreement. I I digress. (laughs) I digress. So we have a bunny here that is in a cave, has glowing eyes and it's translucent. Now we've seen this bunny posted in other places and it's, and it's not translucent, which tends to lead me to think that it's some kind of a spirit you know, the spirit of a bunny of some sort. So, and then below that you have the, the two rabbit skulls on the spears. Stake. Stake. And the yeah. pond. They were murdered. Let's just be Dead honest. Dead as hell. <laughs> and so they have those posted up and James seems to think, and he, he may be pretty accurate. Uh, there, there's something with the 10 rocks around it. It's got to be, it's so specific. Ten is such a reoccurring number in this project. There's That's so true. many tens in those images, and there's tens in the actual story as well, referring to ten mystery NFTs we've got to find. It's just yes. so coincidental. It's and gotta it's, be something. It's all like most of them are starting with one, one Solana prize, one hundred SL tokens plus ten magic carrots. So I think you might be on to something here. I, I was, think you're right. And there's some other yeah. there's some other things that stick out to us also in this picture, but we're gonna leave that uh, for everybody uh, else to figure out. Yeah, let's not we gotta leave us disclose some everything. sort of a, Let, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's leave our um, six hours of brainstorming at two AM <laughs> to, oh my to, God, to yeah. ourselves. The yeah, notifications yeah. are wild. <laughs> Waking people up in the middle of the night who aren't yeah. even on Discord to say, Hey, what are you guys doing in here mm-hmm. right now? Hey, you got my attention. I think you said we woke you up that one night, right? Because we were yeah. pinging each other. Me and James was- Smurf were pinging each other so much. Literally 70 plus messages. I had to scroll through every single one to read them all. Yeah, and we probably got way off the course for what, yeah. for what they were even trying to hint at. Like, we, we probably mm-hmm. took it left field at, at, at a few points, and we ended up just having to cut it all off and say, hey, we'll talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I just look at the chat, and everyone's theorizing, like, big brain and everything. I was like, oh my God, some commitment. So below, below that, we have a picture of a blimp that's carrying a boat, and there's some symbology listed there with the background of the map blurred out 
and I then don't think the background really has anything to do with it. No, it's because just because it's 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 everywhere. We have it yeah. everywhere. So I don't yeah, think especially really with the yeah with them listing first day as well. That that image is used before the listing of first day. So if your theory on first day is right, then the background doesn't have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say that. Well, I told you to go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at it. And I was thinking. I feel like they're just showing it to us, like plain and simple. Like I was just going to agree. The background probably has no meaning. I feel like they're just showing us this image just so we can theorize what that is, not worry about what's behind it. Because okay. I mean, there's so much on it. Like we see that little, almost compass-looking thing pointing towards the east. Uh, yeah, that's a bit far. Let's. Uh... <laughs> I will. Too, much. Too much. Watermelon. Code, yeah. Code name watermelon. That's enough. That's the new word. Watermelon. That's good. <laughs> Not drop any precious information anymore. <laughs> I think the ten might be enough for that because it's yeah. only a while alone. Never mind the fucking compass. Mm-hmm. We have we have the bottom picture, the final picture of. Sorry. What it, what what do we we're, call it? What you want? A desert, an oasis, sand with palm trees, a rock island and a pond, <laughs> and a grave site in the back. You know, yeah. And, so it's pretty interesting because those are human skulls. They're not yeah. bunny skulls. Yeah. So we have the bunny skulls in the first picture that looks like they were murdered, and then we have the human skulls in the last picture that looks like they were put into a burial. Yeah, so but, one looks like a ritual, and the other one looks like a murder scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's one more thing. I don't know if you guys um, realize that it's not matching the Solderland map. So it could be a hidden part of the map, or it could be something related to the Earth. Now, I didn't go back and look. I, I'm just working off the assumption as soon as I saw this that, oh, that's the island. Does that match up with anything when they drop? Well, the island, no. No, the island was mm-hmm. all green. The island oh, yeah. was was green, and it didn't have any ponds, as far as I'm I remember. I'm pretty sure. Only, only my guess is, it's something related to to the story, because yeah. we know that humans on Earth, you know, the resources are scarce, and they they have to go and find resources on another planet. They land on solar land, they find the bunnies, and I'm guessing that something. That happened to the humans and to the bunnies made them agree to help each other out, right? But we, we don't we don't know exactly. But it's just it's like I can build a story around these three. But I, I kind of feel like we don't have all the information here. I feel like this is just part of it that goes along with the first day and the binary. And I feel like they're trying to develop a story, not just show us some images to figure out a particular place to go. I feel like there's a story developing here. I agree. I agree. I believe this is only the beginning and we cannot draw. I mean, I think it will happen the same as with everything that happened in Solo Land. You know, you expect something to turn some way and then you're going to find out it's completely nonsense what you thought about and it's something different so my guess is like whatever theory we're going to come up with at the beginning based on these three these three clues later on we're going to get flipped like (laughs) for sure i kind of had an epiphany whenever they released this this riddle that they gave us because you hear a lot of people having questions and getting worked up about things that they're doing 
or not doing with the way they're developing the game. And, and some of the things, and I, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. Maybe you guys can, can understand what I'm talking about and help out in a minute, but they don't give out all the information. And then that kind of looks like there's something missing with what we're supposed to be doing with the game. And people will get worked up because they're, they're worried that something's not going to work out the right way, or there's an unfair advantage or, or whatever. But then as they start to drop this information, and we're going to get into a lot of this once we get into the meat and potatoes of, of what we're talking about on this podcast, it starts to open, the picture starts to become more clear. Oh, okay. So they did, they didn't tell us this because now they're introducing this, or they can't tell us this because then they'd be giving away a major part of the plot line or, or the story or the rewards. And because there's how many, James, did you say 10 uh, 10 mystery NFTs, yeah. That's just that they're announcing, which they're known for announcing stuff just on the spot. So that's just the base as far as I'm aware. Right. And when you first hear about that announcement, because they're so short with all their statements generally, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we're just going to have a, a very direct mission. You, you know, you go to a mine, you get that information and you're just focused on finding that item. But this is starting to make me feel like there's something a lot deeper with the story. Like it's going to actually, there's going to be a lot going on. It's not just going to be a one path forward. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a story based staking NFT game. So the, the whole thing speaks for himself for itself. Like it's a story. So we, we need to find out what that story is and that the, the more we find out, the more it will help us on how to advance in the game. But it's a long way for the game to be finished. So I'm not expecting that we're going to be able to crack anything soon. <laughs> but still, it's worth the try, you know. It reminds me of those choose-your-own-story or, or choose-your-own-ending books that you could read as a kid i missed those i don't know if you guys ever got into those yeah 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 make the choice at the end of a chapter and it takes you somewhere else i gotta uh, also remember by the way that the admin's main goal of the server is the game like i was talking to bolzaro the other day and he was saying like his priority is that everybody gets on the staking game to enjoy the game and profits should be their second goal. And I think that's really cool. Like, I mean, their main goal really is to provide a fun and cool story for us to explore. It's a mystery game. I mean, there's, it's so interactive. It's so fun. I appreciate it, their efforts. And that's so, that's so different from most other NFT projects that you get involved in. Mm-hmm. Because that's all, they're only about the money, it seems. Yeah, uh, they're, not, they're not about the gamified staking. They're staking and then gamifying after... Gamifying yeah. even. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's true. Exactly right. So on this podcast, what we're really going to try to break into with the time that we have left is get everybody prepared to know the backstory and to understand the theme of what's going on when the game launches on the 15th. Because I, I know if you guys are excited as I am about it, I'm planning on taking a vacation day from work <laughs> on the 15th. Just so that I can do the same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just so I can commit the time to sit down. I've I've already spent so I've already spent money. I've already spent a lot of majority of my time. You know what would be dope? Hmm. Let's go live, bro, for the game launch. Do a live stream. Yeah, bro. Let's do a live stream. Okay, so we could set up maybe through the YouTube account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Let's go live, bro. Yeah, okay, like that's I'm, sure, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Like, you know, yeah. the, the a lot timing. of people will be looking for guidance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for so sure. if you guys want to see what and the game looks guide, like. 
Yeah, and we or, can guide the community as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it would be do. great. Bro, that's so genius. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, Ghosty. <laughs> okay, okay. So we'll work out we'll work out the details on how exactly we're gonna make that happen. We'll drop those when we post the podcast and upload it to YouTube. And so what we'll do is if I'm understanding you right, we'll do a live stream when the game drops with with you and me, Vamsey possibly Jamesy and whoever else wants to join from our group. And then we can look at the map based on what we did in the demo and try to figure out what's new, what isn't, what's working the same way as it was in the demo and where are the best places to go. We can just explore the map and try to figure out what everything is. And, and anybody that wants to tune in on this live stream can just follow along with us. Yeah. And, and- yeah. We can make a strategy <laughs> live. You know, that sounds good. But what, what's more secrets. interesting is let's let's say we're going to see the same map, but it will be easy for us to to coordinate. You know, like if if we are live, then maybe people will tune in and they will know where to go, how to stake their bunnies, how to split them, or how to place them together. Mm-hmm. So it, it would be interesting. Like if we do this, it will be very interesting for everyone so that everyone can know from the start how to play the game. For well, they'll those be able to listen new. to our audio also. So they'll be able to hear how we're strategizing, yeah. what we're looking for in particular minds, exploring the missions that may or may not be available. And I'm going to be hunting that secret message because I'm sure there's going to be something on the map that's going to relate to the riddles that have been given out. Maybe not anything that's going to lead us to the answer right away. But I think mm-hmm. there's going to be something there that's going to need to be found. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There's a lot of people on the server who have no clue either. Like I've had constant people and I know field has too. like many people ask us what the game even looks like, how you do it, like what, what staking even means. So, I mean, it's going to be really helpful. We're going to explain everything that you need to know, all the basics. Especially the story where James told us, Oh yeah, <laughs> James. Do you want oh, to share the story with the people? <laughs> yeah. So we've said for a while that we're trying to guide people through stake the gaming and staking and whatnot because we want you all to have fun just as much as the devs do. But there's just some people in chat who are absolutely adamant that they are right about everything. Like had we had someone before in just general chat of the Solderland Discord. And he was telling everyone that in the demo, we were able to see where the rewards were in the mines, which messes with the whole plot of the, the mines. You're supposed to go into a mine completely unknown of what's in there and come out with either magic carrots and Soldalan tokens or Solana. And he was just herding up all these people who didn't have demo roles and just telling them that you know what's in the mine when you, you just don't. The amount of just people speculating is is going up by the day. Yeah, <laughs> fake news. Yeah, I, in I'm the surprised. Like I, yeah, I'm surprised it was a, a demo role that he had the demo role. But in any case, I want to make a small today when this will launch. It's Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day for everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm single. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going there. Yeah, <laughs> was plug his Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh so God. by the time we release this tomorrow, we're gonna have the live of the game and our live. So 
I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll drop all the it. information in the comments, or not in the comments, but in the, in, the, in the description area. Yeah. How that's going to happen. So let's get into the, the white story. Paper? Yeah, or let's get story. into the white paper. Who, who wants to lead that well, off? Let's start with the medium, because okay, we, we, we already we already uh, talked about the story in the first episode. But in the medium, we have a few things that were, were not pointed out on the website of the story. Yeah, so I, I got into it the other day. I hadn't looked at the Medium article since the game first launched. And even after last week's podcast episode, I felt pretty confident that I, even I knew what was what was happening. So I almost could almost fall into that category that Jamesy was just talking about, about not knowing what I'm supposed to know and portraying that as it's correct, even though it isn't. But I, yeah. get into the, I got into the Medium article. And I found where it says there's different missions in other places you can mine other than just in the mines. So there's the Solderland mines, there's the Solderland mystery boxes, there's passive mines, and then there's the discovery zones. And you can mine in all four of those places. And I don't know exactly what the other three are because the only thing we had available to us in the demo was the Solderland mines. But it got me super pumped because it made me think, what else don't I know about this project? And it kind of goes back to what Jamesy was saying about how people are trying to portray like they know everything about the game, even when they don't. But I don't think any of us know anything about this game, even the people who think they know a lot about it. Because every day I've been, I've been following this project and in the server and reading the material more than a few hours every single day. And I'm still finding out new things that I didn't realize before. And a lot of it's already been here. So what do you guys think about the different mining locations that they're going to have? I swear they were talking about it in chat, like in general chat a long time ago, like during the demo. Cause I, I didn't even know a medium existed for a while. I'm be honest. Like I'm on the same page as you feel. I, I, I don't know everything about this project. The medium is probably like the place where I know the least about, but the, the mid different mining areas, it sounds so interesting. Like, are we going to have access to it off the bat or is it something we have to find? Like, will it be another secret that we have to like, you know, search throughout the entire map to see if we can press this location in mine? Like I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I really want to know. Well, well, from what I can see, the Solderland mines, you can earn Solana, Solderland token and magic carrot by staking in these mines. Then the Solderland mystery boxes, you can earn Solderland mystery boxes by staking your bunnies. These boxes will contain many mysteries, but we don't know where are those mystery boxes. We don't know if they're in a certain type of mine, if there's something um, different than the mine. Maybe we just found them while exploring the map. Then we have the passive mines. So it says that it will take hard work to activate the passive mines, but bunnies have the skills to do the job. You can activate activate that mine by sending the bunnies to passive mines, and then you can start earning immediately. But doing this alone may not be possible. Can you summon your friends for, to this area for help? So, so I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty ooh, excited about this. Yeah. Yeah. So let me break that down real quick about what I'm thinking that that sticks out to me because this the, the passive mines particular have piqued my interest. It, and if you read the wordplay that they have going on here, it, it's kind of hinting towards the passive mines are going to be something that you mine in that doesn't look like you should be mining there. It's not going to be something that you're going to see and think, oh, I should click here and mine here because it says you can activate the mine by sending your bunnies to the passive mines. And then you can start earning immediately. 
but doing this alone may not be possible. Can you summon your friends to this area for help? Well, why would you need to summon your friends to that area for help if there was something there that looked like it could be mined in? You're going to have to convince yeah. people to come help that, you mine in this place. That's, that's very true. Crazy, bro. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You wouldn't even think. Dang. Actually, I, you kind of just said exactly what I was thinking about saying. That's perfect. Yeah, it's probably not going to be visible. It's something you have oh, to convince people to get amazing. to. Adding, adding yeah. on to that, that goes into the same community type feel that we had in the demo. How there was people running independent votes to see who was going to what mines and how we could maximize efficiency. So being able to activate if if passive mines work, how Field Blazer has said, if, big if, because I don't want people taking it as gospel because someone will. Mm -hmm. That means that you are going to have to interact with the community through Discord or Twitter or whatever social media platform you intend to use it. It's going to be essential to have teammates to be able to earn a lot of these rewards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so even it they... won't even activate unless you have it. Because you know how like normally you can go in the mines, it'll it'll work, but you're not gonna get like any rewards. You're gonna get a really low amount of rewards. But it sounds like these passive mines, you're gonna need a lot of people to even get it started in the first place. Like it's not gonna actually even be able to be profitable or mineable unless you get a big bunch of people. I mean, that's the way I'm seeing it right now. Yeah, that's true because it says it takes hard work to activate the passive mines. So yeah. you're probably not going to be able to go by yourself and just activate this mine. You're going to have to have an abundance of SP to be able to even Ooh. activate the mine, much yeah. less mine in it. True. Then we have the discovery zones, right? Solderland is a largely unexplored planet. Mysterious areas are full of new opportunities, different missions, and lots of mystery. Clouds in closed areas will disperse over time, but it's possible to accelerate this time. Bunnies working in the exploration zones will speed up the unlocking of mysterious parts of the map. Want more excitement? The exploration zone is waiting for you. So I, I think it somehow this will will translate into being able to move the bunny without actually staking it. You're talking about how discovery else, zone? Yeah, yeah. How else are you going to discover I'm it? Moving. You have to basically move the bunny somewhere over there. Somehow. So, oh, I'm wondering yeah. it'll be like a travel thing. Do you think they'll ever make it, implement something nah. like that into the game? Something um, that like your bunny has to go somewhere. Like that's the staking period. It's actually going somewhere. Maybe that would be what a discovery zone could be. I'm like getting the get... feeling from the discovery zones that it it's obviously it looks like you're gonna have to send your bunnies there. So these clouds are gonna disperse to reveal more of the map, right? And is there going to be an incentive for people wanting to send their bunnies to explore? Like it says yeah. that there's mysteries, lots of mysteries, but then they also hint to mystery boxes. If you explore, do you get the first pick of mystery boxes? Like mm. there's so many, so much just discovery in the discovery zones. Yeah. So when I think I mean, about literally. it. I'm, I'm thinking, say there's a clouded area and you want to go to a particular spot. Maybe there's markers on the map in the beginning anyway, that you can select within that clouded area. And then your staking period is your bunny, not actually watching the bunny travel, but yeah. as the time passes, your bunny is metaphorically traveling to that spot. And then once the staking period is up, your reward is uncovering that I part think, of the map. That's exactly I think, what I think too. Yeah. I think it's a different thing because they say mysterious areas are full of new opportunities different missions so we have missions and my guess is that these missions might come from the next paragraph 
which is the Oracle Bunny. You know, we have to to give the Oracle Bunny magic carrots to, to get hints about the game, clues. And I think he also assigns missions with that. You know, I think that would yeah. make sense. It would give order almost because, like, I feel like it you would know? be weird to have – do you just pick a random cloud or, you know, a random area and travel there? I feel like the Oracle Bunny would be the one to make you go there, like give you the mission that would allow you to even have the ability to go somewhere into a discovery zone. Well, yeah, it also says the clouds and closed areas will disperse over time. And before that, it says that you'll have the opportunity or maybe it's after that. It says you'll have the opportunity to unlock those closed areas and speed up and accelerate the time it takes to unlock those areas. So maybe this is just referring to an area of the map that can't be unlocked until a particular thing has happened. And then once you unlock that, the clouds will disperse. But the only way to figure out how to unlock that may be to speak with the Oracle Bunny or solve the missions. And then once that area unlocks, you can go into it and there'll be new missions. It's all speculation at this point, right? All we can do is is really just... But it does say that the Oracle Bunny has all the information about Solar Land and can give you information that will give you a big advantage. Right. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the asshole wants all my carrots. <laughs> my uh, yeah, true. I mean, based true. on the Small cloud price splitting. Yeah, seriously. Do we think this is something that affects the entire the entirety of Soldierland? Like, if that's the cloud splits thinking. for field, will it split for me? Like, like yeah, that's what, what, what I was thinking as well. I think it would be global mm-hmm. because it is a community game. But then, so how would you speed it up? Because it no, doesn't really think say you, you speed it up for everyone. It says you I think speed going it up for you. to you're right with that. I think going to the Oracle Bunny might be a bit like questing, where you might get a certain area within the clouds to go to directly, mm-hmm. or even to just search it in general. Well, then as you've obviously maybe bought a questing map or something from the Oracle Bunny, and you can unlock something specifically which will give you maybe a tiny bit of a head start on where the mines are and whatnot or what might be in them. Well, then I, th- I think as soon as a certain amount of people or a certain amount of time has disappeared, it will then give global access to this new amazing area. So either either you get in early, so you explore it first, and then it disperse over time for the rest of the people. But then again, how would you... That wouldn't make sense because... If no one else sees what you see, they cannot yeah. interact with it, right? Mm-hmm. The way I see so it is it's going to take a big community effort. I mean, we already know this game relies on communication. Like, nothing's going to work out if we all can't communicate in general chat or just talk about where we're going to go. So, I mean, it just kind of makes sense that in order to unlock new areas, it's going to take a big community effort. I mean, it's a whole new area of a map. I, I, I don't think it's just going to be individually based or client based. It's going to be a big community thing. So even without the clans being officially announced yet, you know, they've been mentioned by the team in the white paper, even without them being officially announced yet, it it may not be a bad idea to go ahead and start forming a clan or looking for a clan to join just so that you can go ahead and have a group of people who are on the same page. Yeah. I mean, consider this. Imagine it really is client-based, but if you're in a clan, your clan is the one who gets to see what, like if us form in a clan and field unlocks the clouds and all of us get it, you know what I mean? It's more incentive to work together if everyone yeah. gets the same reward, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, I think at some point there will be ownership on the mines. So regardless, like regardless if you discover it 
and it becomes visible for everyone else, you can just take ownership of that area or zone or mine and people will have to pay you fees in order to mine there you know yeah so like yeah. when they do land purchases yeah until royalters come out because i feel like um, they're talking about they're talking about land purchases i think yeah, quarter three exactly. well and i think land purchase, purchase, purchase yeah. the it's, land. It's quarter, no it's quarter two quarter two Okay, so you'll purchase the land and everything that's on it. You know, if if exactly. I go buy some land somewhere and there's a, there's some oil underneath it, I, I own that oil. Mm-hmm. I, I think that in the game, if you go and buy this land, you're going to own the mines that are on it. Now, that doesn't mean that other people can't come in because they also talk about clans. And I, I have the feeling that there's going to be, since there's going to be soul warriors, warrior yeah. souls or, or however they call them, that that's strictly for fighting. I think there's going to be a raid and defense thing going on here where you can act clans will be able to raid Land other wars. people's resources yeah. yeah which makes sense i guess yeah i guess it all kind of builds up on each other but dang buying land i don't know it doesn't seem like an individual task like i mean it's going to be available whenever it's available q2 you said but doing that alone yeah. like buying land alone i don't know it seems like, it's yeah, like a expensive. Yeah, yeah 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 it's true We'll see. Then we have the mysterious messages. The map contains a mysterious message with a big reward at the end. Hints can be anywhere. By the way, might the Oracle Bunny know some of these tips? So we can understand from this that there's a big reward at the end. But is it at the end of the map? Or yeah, what is at the end, end of the discovery of the whole map? I don't know. I feel you like know? they wouldn't wait until the very, very... I mean... Won't the map continuously expand? I mean, yeah, everything is just going to... So uh, well, there's we, no way there's going to be an end. I mean, imagine in a land no, sale, no, there, there is, is very a, much there possibility is, of an end. Well, there, yeah, there, there well, is there's going to be an end, but that's got a long time for them to talk about it right now, right? The yeah, well, map. there are nine, nine regions. They stated yeah. that there are nine regions that can be discovered. So we definitely know that there's an end, mm-hmm. but that that's not necessarily an end because then we have the metaverse which is a completely different dimension so well i'm not even sure that it's talking about the end of the game i think this is just something that's going on within the game the map contains a mysterious message yeah the whole reward at the end like the whole map must be explored in order to find everything that we need to to get that message that's what i'm thinking i mean have you ever have you guys ever played destiny no. Any of you? So it's a it's a a PvP, but it's also a PVE game, player mm-hmm. versus environment, not earning. But it's it has it has these missions that you go on where you go and speak to a character, and then they will give you a quest, and then you have to complete certain portions of this quest in order to receive a particular weapon, and it's based on a storyline. But that's just a subset. There's there's tons of those quests that can be given out by tons of different people. I think this is just a smaller version of that. Honestly, I think it's just you. There's one big, huge, awesome prize, like the the main one. I'm sure there's going to be other missions that you can do, but I think this is referring to like the main one that is the creme de la creme. You know, the one that you want yeah. to get. the main story. Basically, it's the main thing, like just the main. Pot. Maybe not. Maybe not the main story per se, but it's it's the mission that you want to get and solve because it's going to have the best reward at the end. Hmm. I don't think it necessarily means it's the end of the story or the end of the game. I think it's just one part of a bigger whole. Yeah. yeah that reward is definitely those 10 mystery NFTs. I am absolutely set on 10. 
I don't all think they're. You think all yeah, ten in one reward? I not don't even think one they're... reward, but like just in general, like these NFTs, the mystery ones could be huge because they weren't there on the mint. So we don't yeah. know what their utility is. They could literally well, have something that has I really wonder... nothing to do with the wow. um, SP. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to be implemented too. Like, I wonder how it's going to be held. Like, there's so much questions about them. I mean, they're a big ass mystery. So, yeah, okay. it's not. It's not even like it's just a mystery like item for the game. It is being said it is a NFT. Yeah, so it's going to have value in Solderland itself, more value than a normal NFT. I would. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> You'd hope so. With there only being yeah. ten of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't think they're all going to be in one prize. I think oh, they're no, going to no, be split. I agree definitely. With that. Okay, so you know something I was wrong about that I just now realized as I'm looking through the white paper? For some reason, I had it in my head that clans were coming out in quarter three. Mm -hmm. This whole time, I've been thinking quarter three, but it actually says quarter two, so they're actually going to be here a a lot sooner than than I was thinking. Did did you think the same thing for some reason? Yeah, I the exact same thing. It was quarter three, I swear. Yeah, so it says quarter two, 2022, first, first item in the bullet points, introducing clan system. Hmm. Introducing new mission types, introducing co-op missions, a Solderland new dimension metaverse teaser, and marketing and promotions. You know, some reading through these bullet points, I didn't even notice beforehand until just now. I'm actually reading it. The co-ops. You know, we were talking about what, how the maps might be revealed. Are they just going to be revealed for me? Are they just going to be revealed for everybody? Whenever you, you clear the clouds out, the co-ops kind of bring you know, kind of uncover a little bit of that mystery. So if there's going to be co-op missions, what does that mean to you? See, I feel like there's so many ways to interpret that. Like when I hear co-op, the word co-op, I usually think, and this might just be me, but I think two-player. Because most of the time when I hear multiplayer or multi, I think more than two and co-op is just two. I could be wrong, but most, and most likely I'm probably wrong because there's so many people. I doubt that they would just make it two people, but it is interesting to see how you're going to be able to work with somebody else within the game in order to do missions. Like there's so many factors. I mean, there's the amount of bunnies the your, your SL power, where you're going to mine. It's just a lot to interpret really. Like if well, I have a co-op mission with you, like how would we determine whose bunny does what, like, or which one of our powers is more important so much. It's another one of those situations where what they're saying is kind of ambiguous because the word co-op is generally whenever you first read it, especially in a video game setting, you just consider getting together with one other person and doing a mission. But co-op is short for cooperative. So it could be multiple people. It could be clan and clan. You know, they did mention the clans first in the bullet points. Oh, yeah. And then they went to co-op. So maybe you're cooperating with other clans. But it makes me feel like if you're, I don't know, that, that kind of throws a whole nother wrench in, into how how those clouds might disperse because mm-hmm. does co-op mean that you can do it by yourself and just just reveal it for yourself? But if you do co-op, you can reveal it for the both of you? Like, do you have to sign some kind of agreement with each other in the game? Mm-hmm. Or is there a like, function? Does co-op mean we have to cooperate to get things done? Or I think that's the most the most uh, confusing part, really. The, just uh, Is it client-based or is it, everyone like that's probably my biggest question regarding discovering new things like with co-op missions and you know discovery zones will it be discovered for everyone whoever worked on it or just me that's probably the biggest question i have really the biggest mystery 
So it may be a good idea to get in a clan a lot sooner than we were thinking. And Mm -hmm. saying that, you know, we dropped a little hint last week about, you know, maybe been hearing about this SOG and what is SOG? Well, maybe we can introduce a little bit of that. So we've been working since the demo, actually, to create a clan full of people who have been selected based on certain attributes. So most most importantly, in the beginning, it was based on people who were in the demo and who were invested in the game and were knowledgeable about the game. And so we formed with 20 people initially, and all 20 of those people know what they're talking about. They may not have all the answers because nobody does at this point, but we're all knowledgeable about the game. And then from there, we started selecting people based on their behavior and and their etiquette in the server. You know, we don't want to, we want to follow in the footsteps of the game and invite Mm -hmm. people who want to collaborate and and build up other people. We don't want to bring other people down. It's fine to disagree. You know, that's not what we're saying. We're just... We don't need a lot of negative energy in there. But with that being said, we're getting ready to open the clan up for people to come and join. Maybe not the clan particularly, but you'll get the opportunity. This is the invitation to come to SOG, which is Soderland OGs, and join the server and and look around in the general chat, see who's already a part of this clan, and decide whether or not it's something that you would want to participate in. We're, We're of the opinion that having the people who are already knowledgeable in the game and getting ready to go is going to be a huge advantage later on down the road whenever they start introducing things like land buys they start introducing things like buildings especially for the people who didn't participate in the demo or who don't have that much experience with the game or don't understand that well the mechanics i mean having someone that knows a bit more could be very helpful and our goal is to guide everyone so that Everyone maximizes their rewards and and the best strategy that we can come up with. Other than that, I wish Odin would speak about it because he's actually the founder of Solarland OGs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually came up with it. Unfortunately, he's having technical difficulties again today. We're going we're gonna to have to work that out. We might get a new platform to record on to see if maybe that can straighten out some of the issues that he's having. But it's really unfortunate that this is the second episode he was to be a part of. And for whatever reason, it, it's not working out for him. But yes, Odin was the one who started this whole clan. And, and ironically, or maybe unironically, he was also the same one who started the voting system early on in the demo that everybody ended up using to determine who was in what minds. And so yeah. he came up with the idea to invite a particular set of people that, that he trusted and thought would be good for the project. And that was the initial project that actually got this podcast rolling. You know, he started the SOG clan. We joined, we have a lot of people in there that are doers and not just sayers. We That's how we came about with the podcast. We got some other things in the works at the moment. We're, we're working on building a website that's that's in production at the moment. What else do we have right now? We're, we're building up the server with SP ranks, right? Yeah, yeah well, we're also working on getting a public sector in the Discord for people that aren't necessarily in SOG but might want announcements from us, maybe where we're mining votes that we're opening to the public, stuff like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, so you don't have to be a part of the clan. Wait. To get the information yeah, about where yeah, we're going to yeah. be mining. So there's that, a, go on. 
I was just gonna say that benefits everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mining. But that's not to say everything we do is going to be available to everybody. Yeah, there's going to be uh, certain things that we're doing in the clan or that we're participating in. The, the riddles, for example, we're, we feel like we're pretty far along with that, but we don't want to divulge all of that information because we know there's other people who are developing clans at the moment. And we don't want mm-hmm. to leak that information out. Yeah. But if you want access to that kind of information. You'd, you'd be doing good to if if not if you don't want to join somebody else's clan you're looking for a clan to join come check us out yeah. see what we're talking about get a feel for the for the environment and the community and and uh, we hope we hope you'd like it and want to stay mm-hmm. yeah, now's so. the time really before the game comes out this is your opportunity you know we have some big things planned we're really we're really like focused into this project so you know come give us your knowledge and we'll give you ours definitely yeah, yeah exactly that's yeah. a good way that's a good way to put it that's that's a really good way this- to put it only one thing that I want to mention in regards to people absolutely worrying about joining clans and being able to play the game. Stop worrying about your SP. Yeah, seriously. There's only 6,666 bunnies. You have one of them out of how many people are in the world. Like, yeah. You you have access to the game. I know here with SOG, at least, that we're not, or really, if we're going to recruit people, we're not going to go, oh, well, how much sp do you have and then just recruit people with isp yeah yeah as everyone has said here we're looking for people who want to help developers we'll value someone much more that wants to help us rather than just throw their spos yeah yeah i I would rather have somebody with one rabbit with the lowest or one bunny with the lowest sp that wants to help and participate than somebody who has 20 rabbits with or bunnies with a high sp and and just wants you know, to, to cause a ruckus, you know, yeah. we, I mean, we have we plenty, really plenty of people us. involved, regardless of their SP, regardless of their amount of bunnies. We're we very literally open. have a massive range. We've been doing SP yeah. all today. I've been doing it for about the past 12 hours now. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's the biggest range of SP we have. I'm not exactly going to yeah. say how much SP we have. Maybe we will, mm-hmm. maybe we won't, but there is a range from literally any number you can imagine. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's a very luckily, big range. And luckily, we found people that are, you know, good, that they are involved, that they want to contribute, and they have over 20 bunnies, quite a few, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, that's not to say if, if you don't have time to be on the server every day that you're not welcome. That's not, that's not what we're saying at all. Yeah. yeah. A- anybody is welcome to come check it out. Whether or not you get to stay may be another story based on your behavior. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all up to you, really. Once you get in the server, it's up to you if you're going to get in the clan or not. So, you know. You just come in and check it out and see how you think about it. Yeah, but we're really excited not- about it. We're doing big things. What what else did we have that we wanted to talk about? Yeah, so let's continue on the medium. We have we still have the community war- rewards, which is is quite important. Mm-hmm. You want to read it off, Ghosty? The solar, yeah, yeah. The Solarland members <laughs> who stake their bunnies in the mines after the mint will receive a special badge on our Discord server and will have the chance to win $10,000 in cash through a draw among members with this badge. This special badge cannot be obtained or purchased in any other way. So now come, we come back to the people that have one bunny, right? You may be having one bunny, but you might be lucky to win $10,000 because you're going to get that badge even if you have one bunny. Well, not even just that. We've, we've kind of been tossing around the idea in our in our clan sessions about maybe there's going to be missions that only certain SP power bunnies can do. Yeah, Maybe exactly. not all bunnies can yeah. do the same missions. Maybe they require certain attributes. Maybe you have to have certain attributes on your bunny to even be able to participate in, this, in a particular mine. Yeah. 
I think every bunny is going to be important. I don't think that they would spend as much time as they did on the game and developing the community to to throw out people based on money. Right. Throw out people based on the look of the draw. I don't think that that's going to be the case at all. I think they took everybody into consideration. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't toss out your bunny now. The game isn't even out yet. We have no clue. No how different bunnies are going to be used. I'm sure they created everybody to have fun. And, you know, we all know that they want things to be equal. So, you know, it doesn't matter what your SP is. Just know that they probably have something in store for all of us. I've been a massive advocate of that in chat. People always ask, like, oh, is this one one bunny good? Oh, it's only for ESP. But we don't know anything about the game. There genuinely could be an entire area of for ESP bunnies that has absolutely amazing rewards. And then there could be something for the 150s that has nothing at all. Like, an attributes, for all we know, pirate hats and gear might let you go on boats. Like, space gear might allow you to a different area as well. You just don't know. So just yeah. hold on to your bunnies for dear life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, get, get you a range and stay <laughs> in that range and don't let them go. Just, just yeah. get your bunnies and be happy with what you got because I'm sure you're going to have something that somebody else is going to want later on down yeah. the road. Because if you list True. it, it's going to get sniped. So don't do it. Yeah, at this point, yeah, didn't the floor it. jump to like number to, to yeah, two soul? Speaking of yesterday? that, yeah, the floor is like, at, it was at like two, I think it's at like 1.9 something now, but still pretty high before the game. And how many are listed now? I know Puffy's uh, goal was there, to have 666 listed. I think we're under that a, now. There is exactly 563 listed. The average wow. sale price for the last 24 hours is 2.21 and the floor price is 1.9. That's great. I mean, the people are really finally, like, as we approach the game, are realizing that, all right, game's coming out. Let's stop listing. And I'm sure as when the game comes out, not that it's really super necessary, the floor is going to go up and the listings are definitely going to go down. As soon well, as I think whenever people, people start seeing the missions that are available, one, all we saw was the demo and I, I'm, it was stripped down. And to be honest, I don't think the demo was for us at all. Demos usually aren't for your audience. They're for yeah. you, the developer, to yeah. figure out what is going on in your game and if there's anything wrong to fix it. So everything we're talking about may be 100% mute as we try to relate it to the demo, it, it, it may be totally different than than what we experienced. And, I, and I'm hoping that's the case. Everything they've done so far has been amazing. It's, they surprise me at every turn, even whenever I think, you know, oh, I don't, I don't, I may not agree with what they're doing or, or they're slipping. They come back 10 times as hard with an announcement that's just like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on. And I think once this game launches, you're going to see people who haven't even heard about Solderlin yet getting on Twitter, or getting on social media and trying to figure out where they can purchase one of these bunnies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. One thing I would like to talk about also, it's we don't see here in the medium the raffle mine. We have them somewhere listed uh, in the white paper. White paper, yeah. But raffle mines, well, that's that's also a huge huge thing, you know. We we have lots of different projects that are promising on the Solana blockchain, and they will come up to the Solar Land map under the form of a mission, speaking of missions, right? So you're going to be able to stake one bunny and participate in that mission, and maybe you'll earn an NFT or a yeah. real-world real prize, you know? Or mm-hmm. Yeah, because didn't every bunny you stake oh, yeah. is one ticket, so... Exactly. It's I forgot actually, about real-world um, prizes. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's actually on the yeah. website. It's not in the white paper. It's not in the medium. It's on the actual website. If you scroll down about two-thirds of the way down the website, you'll see where they're talking about the different prize models that they have. And it was everything ranging from Solana to NFTs to 
material prizes from particular companies. So it's not just NFT projects that they're going to be advertising and marketing on their maps. It's going to be other companies and who knows what that means. Yeah. Yeah. That's real life companies. I heard too, that it's not just going to be, it's going to be like, you know, real companies, I guess that sounds so interesting. That's how they're going to generate their ad revenue too. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that once they release land purchases, companies will want to buy a piece of that land so they can advertise there. Or, I, I you saw know, them speaking about that. The uh, yeah, we the could, advertisements. It, exactly, it could be something like DeFi King, not DeFi Kingdoms, um, the Sandbox. What, which one is it? The Sandbox. Yeah, Sandbox is where people sandbox. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be something like that. Yeah, so here it is here. It says the rewards will be Solana, Solderland token, NFTs from other projects, whitelist spots from other projects, cash prizes from other projects, and cash prizes from companies. Maybe not material prizes like I was saying, because I, I was going off memory there, but it says that you'll get cash prizes from other projects and cash prizes from other companies. So it's not just going to be rewards coming directly from the Solderland game and the Solderland devs and the Solderland team. There's going to be actual companies who are trying to get their name out there. They're going to advertise on the space and then the, the company itself is going to give the cash prize with Solderland being such a new project and then putting so much money or what I imagine they're doing based on their behavior, putting so much money back into the game, they're going to be kind of limited on how big of prizes in the beginning that they can give away. But if you have a company that's wanting to advertise space, I mean, what do companies spend on advertising? I, I don't even know how to quantify it off Millions. the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then you have a company that's going to advertise on something like this. They're probably not going to spend millions because it's not on a billboard or it's not out, you know, on a commercial, but I'll bet it's in the tens of thousands. Yeah. I mean, running ads is a constant stream of revenue. Like every time you run an ad, you get money. That's just how they work. So on the, if I'm not mistaken, on the white paper, they have how we fund um, Solana rewards, hundred percent royalty fees, 10% sale revenues, real-world company ads in the mines and NFT ad- ad- advertisement fees in the Solderland game is how they're funding the Solana reward pool. Yeah. And also, let's not forget, coming back to those one bunny people, you are able to buy, at some point, equipment for it. You are able to buy items for it. So you may be able to enhance that one bunny so it can perform better in the game. So don't be discouraged. Every single bunny counts. And you know what would be cool is if they made it to where, and maybe they've done this and I just missed the, missed the post about it, but if they made it to where once you've upgraded your bunny with whatever items that it has, that that you have to actually absorb those items and they, you know, they, they can't be transferred or moved. And then if you decide that you want to stake your bunny or, or list your bunny rather at, at a later date for whatever reason, you know, you get in a position where you need you need to sell it, that it retains that, S, that SP power. Do you think it would work that way? I don't think so. I mean, I would rather be more interesting in having the items as NFTs where you can mm. just equip them and the second time or the next time you find one that's better, you can just list it on the market and so someone would, can... I was going to say, I think the way those work, because Bored Apes did something similar to that with the mutations and they would get the canisters. And the way the mutation would work is if you if you... Take if you use the mutation, you lose the canister because you're turning your NFT into something different, and 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 that's what it is now. So I would think that 
whatever rewards that you're mining that you're going to use to enhance your bunny, you're going to have to use the mutation method. You're going to have to take that fuse them basically, yeah, fuse, fuse them together, and then you're not you're no longer going to have that other option. But what I was getting at is if you if you were able to raise your SP this way, it's going to even if you have a low SP bunny now, you could raise the SP of that bunny along the way, and then you could sell it for twice as much or three times yeah, as much. Yeah, it will increase in value. Yeah, that's true. To that's the next true. person. So the SP values don't even matter. Maybe that's why they're telling us now, you know, don't get so hung up on the SP values of your bunny. There's going to be different routes that you can use to increase that SP power. And that would be an amazing way to do it. If, if they can make it to where your bunny keeps that SP power and you're able to move up the ranks. Yeah. And let's not forget about those Easter eggs, bro. I'm stuck on those Easter eggs, the breeding. So we're sure we're having a breeding. No, I, think so. no, no, no. I saw I saw one of them saying, Chad, that they'd never that they're not planning on bringing breeding in. There one were of the Easter eggs. <laughs> it might because be because on the demo we had, you know, the, on the on the side where you have the SL power, you have Easter eggs. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean if maybe it's, it's not breeding, maybe it's yeah, something if it's an else. Individual item, it might not be breeding as much as it might be you straight up just get it. The, I am almost 100% certain one of the devs said in chat that they're just not looking at bringing in breeding, even though they are rabbits. The whole idea of an Easter egg is really confusing to me in and of itself anyway. Rabbits are mammals. They don't lay eggs. What What do they have? To, how they ever got yeah, connected to each true. other, I don't that's I true. don't understand. But they do mate a lot. It's more called, it's called than, magic. More often than any animal, so... Maybe that's why they can't bunnies do it. Do? Maybe they don't want to mate because they're afraid it's just going to get out of control. And there's going to be, yeah, there's yeah, just going to be bunnies. True. Bunnies mate more than... I did not know that. you never heard that saying? I have not. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. No, you can look not, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll look it up. Not, <laughs> let's not get into it right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So it looks like we're running a little long on this yeah. episode here, actually. Is, is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we wrap this up? Yeah, no, definitely man, think... check out SOG. Yeah, hundred percent. Asking, asking general chat, or just ask us straight away, or at us in the Soldierland chat, and we'll we'll be more than glad to to welcome you to our to our small clan, which yeah, just check out the link. Get bigger. The description, hundred percent. We're gonna have a link to the Discord and possibly where we're gonna live stream as well, which will be on our YouTube channel, obviously. So yeah, just make sure exactly. you keep an eye out for that. State. Yeah, so we got we got the live stream coming up. We have our Twitter channel. We have an Instagram. We have our YouTube channel where we're hosting our podcast, which I should bring up that we are now listed on iTunes and Spotify also. So we have an RSS feed that we will be posting so you'll be able to listen to us anytime you want, as you want, or don't listen to us if you don't want to. It's fine too. We also have the clan We'll post the link to that in our description section in the YouTube video. Game launch on the 15th. I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great yeah. day for all of us. It's, it's Everybody in the entire Solarland server. <laughs> it's I mean, going to be crazy. Everyone can stop worrying about the floor for once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> that, God. That, I'm, I'm tired of hearing that. <laughs> yeah, stop focusing true. on like, the floor for sure. <laughs> yeah. Stop focusing on the floor. Focus on the game. Mm-hmm. I, I can just imagine how happy the devs are going to be. Whenever, oh, man. whenever the game launches and, and seeing the activity come back to the server because that was one of the static. things i like oh dude that was one of the things i enjoyed so much about the demo was all the activity that all the positive activity and the teamwork activity that was going on in the server and it was just 
so much going on with people trying to work together and i'm sure the devs are going to be really happy to see that come back yeah i can't wait 100 yeah, percent. i'm so excited it going to be a great day for all of us all right well i wanted to thank you guys for listening last week we had a we had a we we did way better than we expected to do thank you so much for listening to us we're going to try to keep bringing you episodes every monday the clan sog also known as sog is working behind the scenes on new projects all day every day so you never know what we might have up our sleeve or what we're going to bring to you whether you're in our clan or not stay tuned for us for new episodes every monday and we will catch you guys next week Yep, see you. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Enjoy.